Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. <laughs> Welcome to Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with... Danielle from Brands by Bravo. And we are very excited to finish out the Roni reunion. Last week we uh, got to recap with Facetune, and uh, that was the most fun. I love those ladies. Um, and they know they're Bravo. That they is really do. For sure. Like, I love the connection of the bravo and the facetune world like they are one for these housewives (laughs) i feel like facetune like chicken or the egg housewife or facetune which could come first i mean did one beget the other the world will never know don't look it up look it up i don't know (laughs) but i'm not going to (laughs) yeah i can't believe we are at the end of season two i cannot believe that either I'm also going to record this because we don't record. (laughs) I'm going to record it on the Zoom because we always say that we're going to use it. And I don't think we did (laughs) the last time we recorded. (laughs) So maybe this time we'll remember. (laughs) Maybe, maybe we will. And it's good to have a backup because Sue almost had a disaster where we lost some episodes. But it has been revived from Mexico and back with the dead computer. That was like, everyone was like, Sue, you're being so calm. Your computer's dead and you're running this huge festival, like running, I'm directing social for this huge music festival that my company puts on. And everyone's like, how are you not freaking out? And I was just like, the only thing 
that is upsetting me is that I might lose an episode of Real Housewives of Rewatch. Like, I could use other people's computers and stuff, but I was just like, I can't really, like, complain about that at my day job. So I was just like, it's okay. But I was, like, texting Danielle just being like, oh, my God, say prayers. But, like, listen, I was calm, too. It's like, I'm not one... When there's literally nothing you can do, I'm not one to get upset by things. Like, why would yeah. I ever be... What, what are you going to do? Like, I yeah. never get when people have, like, freakouts about that. It's like, she's in Mexico. Like, what exactly. is she going to do? Like, it would have <laughs> like, been she way... Lost it, she lost it, and it'll be okay. It'll be fine. It would have been so much worse if I lost my phone. Like, I feel like my majority of my job can be done on my phone. Um and it's difficult <laughs> yeah. without a computer. Yeah. I like doing the writing on my computer, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it happened, but the computer is revived, and we lost nothing, so yeah, it's good. We wasted no energy being upset about it. None. But anyway, this part <laughs> two. So before we start, I looked it up. And New York 2009, this season two, this is the first two-parter of a reunion that they've had. Mm-hmm. O.C., their season five reunion was a two-parter. However, it aired after this. Oh, okay. I looked it up. Theirs aired in 2010, so it was, like, right after this one. But that's also crazy that it took OC five seasons to have a two-part reunion, mm-hmm. and this is New York, and it only had two seasons. So, And season one was, like, barely a season. So I wonder, they, they could kind yeah. of see they had something here with the reunions. Yeah, I wonder now if they cut OC to be two because Roni was too and very likely especially if it did well in the ratings which it probably did oh yeah Um, but now sometimes i'm like like i think back to beverly hills that had a three-part and i'm like i feel like you didn't even show me good shit in the three parts i didn't need to be three parts the atlanta one with the sex dungeon was the longest right i think that was four parts it might have been. I don't know if I remember. And that could have been three, but it was very good. Yeah. Because that's where we get the lies, the lies. Oh, which is, like, honestly top five, like, yeah. meme gif for me that I say all the time. I love that moment. I probably send that on a regular basis during certain yeah. administrations all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but we so are not getting this is our, our first two-parter. <laughs> And I love that they're like, Andy's like, it's the longest day. We've been here for seven hours. And I'm like, oh, sweet summer child. Oh, if only you know sure. what's to come. And he also introduces it. So, like, the part two, he's at um, the restaurant and he's, like, by himself, like, being, like, the most dramatic in history. Um, and he's being very extra. But it's so funny because... You only see him speak, like, one sentence, and then everything else is voiceover. And I'm like, they definitely did not expect to do it in two parts and did not have him record an intro for a part two at that location. And that's just some TV nerdery working there. Love the TV nerdery. (laughs) Uh, So we pick back up, I believe, on Kelly. Yes, the Kelly package. The Kelly package, and Kelly talks about how... She joined the cast to show another side of housewives. The relaxed life of a housewife. The bohemian lifestyle. And it was so funny because she kept saying, I drive a Dodge Ram. <laughs> like, that means 
So I looked it up, actually, and, like, a Dodge Ram is not a cheap car. <laughs> like, the equivalent of what it was then to what it is now, like, the cost of it was, like, 50K. And, like, to me, that's not, like, a cheap car. <laughs> you know, no, like, that's not, like... trucks are pretty expensive. But, like, that's not, like, an everyday, like, I'm so is down to earth. A, a Dodge Ram? I don't know. I don't. I Listen, don't we're not a car cast. No, you can I talk to my nephew for that. I don't know shit about cars. There's no one comment that is like, they didn't know anything about cars. <laughs> it's fine. We don't. I we don't. That, that's cars. just true. I always um, say I shouldn't be allowed to drive them because I don't know anything about such an expensive Most expensive thing, thing I own, I've scratched mine like 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. And then she just <laughs> like, just got on this whole thing about how her lifestyle is so different and it's just like it's not that different you're at the same parties they go to you have your house in the hamptons you live in the city like what is so extremely different well, about your lifestyle she's saying that like jill's got all these diamonds and jill's just like why are you calling me out like this and kelly's like no 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 but you're my favorite because my kids like you and then ramona's like what the fuck <laughs> like yeah and even lou is like pissed at her and she kind of gets on Kelly's case. And then Kelly goes on to say she's super private and insular. And they're yeah. just like, what are you talking? Like, none of what you're saying is making sense whatsoever. And Jill also reads Kelly because she's like, you're not regular. You're aspirational. You own a $15 million house. Okay, you were married to Gilles Ben-Simon, the, one of the, like, most famous photographers in the world like that's not normal no and then Lou tries to use a mutual friend and she's like well Michael says that she's so jealous of you and she Kelly can't be trusted she sees the world through rose colored glasses and Kelly's like I do I do I like that she's like yeah I do I don't like to pay attention to anything happening in the world around me so she also claims that she's never watched the show and that I truly cannot stand when housewives claim this. Yeah. And even if it's true, I think you're stupid for going on a show, not having watched right? even any of it. That's like going on a job interview and never looking up what the company does. Like yeah, you I, have, you can, that's a horrible business move. You so have like an MBA. This, I can't, I can, I don't know if I can think of off the top of my head, like which other housewives have claimed this, but I cannot stand when they claim this and it also if it's true like you said the, the job interview is the perfect example don't you want to know what you're like walking into yeah no i also don't like i don't think it should mean come with an agenda mm -hmm. you have to know something yeah like and i don't care if you watch just a couple of episodes that's fine but like you not watching any of it is just a horrible mistake and then, yeah, it's not going to go well if you watch nothing. I think Crystal from Beverly Hills said she didn't watch. And which we is, that's, how, a, that's a lie. I do not trust you. It's probably a lie, and we also saw how not great her first, I really like her, but, I, you know, her first season didn't go so great. Like, you just can't tell me that her husband didn't watch it. Like, her and her husband. Like, her husband's in the business. How would he ever let her be on television without researching what the show was? Yeah, I mean... Not to like you, but like you're single. If you go on yeah. a date, do you Google someone in a sense? Or like, how long do you, maybe not the first date, but maybe after a few, like if oh, I go yeah. for. Oh, yeah. Once I know like, the last name, you gotta. 
that's what I'm saying. Like, once you're cast, I understand if you don't watch before you go through the casting and someone reaches out to you, whatever. But to me, once I'm cast, before I'm going to the first event, if you think I'm not going to watch, or I would probably Google, like, 10 most important episodes to watch of yeah. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and then watch those episodes. Like, you got to know things. you got to know. Um, but- also... During her whole package, Bethany calls Kelly a piece of shit, and that just, like, really made me laugh. She was just like, you're such a piece of shit, and I just really, uh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and Lou tries to get into, like, the you're up here, I'm down there, and, like, Andy gets so mad. He's like, we won't get there! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, He also asks her who Max is to her, and her response is also not not satisfiable like you're not allowed to answer this as a housewife when she's she's like it's none of your business it's like no 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 <laughs> this is you we're literally paying you i'm watching commercials to, I'm so you'll tell me your business kelly came back for season two like i'm really surprised she wasn't a one-hit wonder based on how uninterested she seems in completely everything that's going on well she probably had to pay for those legal fees True. There true. was probably not a lot of choice at that junction because she was in that like a couple of legal battles. Yeah, I I don't even know. Then um, she also says something about uh, if she's dating someone, like you said, it's it's nobody's business. And Ramona calls her the scarecrow of the Wizard of Oz. Yes, she's like you don't. It's like you don't have a brain. She she I, uh, at times I, I don't know what's happening to her. Um, it, she just yeah she just it's just wonky to watch. I, I don't know what words to use to describe watching Kelly. Yeah, I mean it's really I find it psychologically fascinating. That's what I always say about her. Like it's just. What is going on up there? I don't understand, it's a and brain I want to diagnose. Like spend a day in. Like I would like to go into her brain, spend a day as her brain, and then come out and get to reflect on what it was like. Like a being John Malkovich. I never saw that. <gasps> Such a good. Is that movie. what happens in that movie? Yes. Such uh-huh. a weird, wonderful movie. Uh, I'm showing my age. Everyone who likes being John Malkovich, follow me on social. I, I've heard of it. It's not that it's not that I haven't heard of it. I just, I've never seen it, but I, I absolutely heard of it. I just didn't know what it was about. I feel like your husband would have been way into that movie. I feel like that's I don't know. I'll have to ask him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get him from the other room. <laughs> um, she goes on then. They start talking about how something into the Countess and how she's like, hiding behind the counted stuff yes. but her life is not going well and how she didn't share it and, and Lou tries to blame all of that on editing. Yeah, and they don't let her have it and Ramona goes in again and she's like she's she's the countess, she's not herself and Lou is just like well you have crazy eyes and it was yeah. just like it was really funny because like Jill just like nods in agreement like well, she has a point. <laughs> like, I mean, they all basically just call out Lou for saying that she puts herself on a pedestal she can't live up to, and that's how she gets herself in trouble with the Countess. And, yeah. But then Ramona it, also... It here. It goes for the next gazillion seasons of oh, yeah. this pretend, you know, Countess hierarchy, and then it's all bullshit. Ramona says at one point that Lou grabbed someone's balls. <laughs> Which Did she? Oh, I, I was I like, that line. I was like, wow... Wow, that is 
that is not very countess-like. I don't think that was in the between the pages of Class with the Countess. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely not. And then Kelly says my favorite thing, that I think she said probably over these two parts, is that she is bored with everything and she wants to talk about interesting stuff. Yes. And Bethany presses her and is like, what interesting stuff? And she couldn't even name what interesting stuff she What's wanted what, to talk yeah. about. Because she's just like, everyone's talking about authentic authenticity and like who's authentic and who's not who cares and it's like that's literally what this show is about you idiot like it's so funny how at that moment she literally has no allies because everyone is just like you are working in a denny's and you think you're working at nordstrom like what is happening (laughs) Like, <laughs> like, you know it's true no one is on her side for the way like this is where I feel like you see the one of the things that made New York so great is that even when they're all fighting they work together to make the show great and when you have yes. someone like Kelly who's demoralizing it saying nothing's interesting I don't have to share anything they're like this is not doing a service to us and the show yeah because New York women work like Jill that told us they do then Andy swings it over to Jill and Bethany's argument Ugh. from the finale. Yes. And I really appreciate that Jill immediately is like, nope, I was wrong. I made everything up mm-hmm. in my head, and I was wrong. Because, you know, it's so rare that so you see rare. them admit to it in retrospect looking back. Jill's been pretty good as at hindsight realizing she is wrong. I will say. It's a year of realizing things, like Kylie Jenner said. But I also (laughs) think my note on this part was, I think situations like this is what ultimately leads to the demise of Bill. Yeah. By the way, a follower messaged me and was like, can't wait to see the demise of Bill in season three. And I just really like that Bill has caught on from my <laughs> yes. that I just kept We're making them it that. happen. Love We're the making Bill. making it happen. And I just really appreciate that you all B-Rod know didn't happen, Bill. but Bill is going Bill to. <laughs> I mean, it's really, Bethany and Jill is a mouthful. And Bill, because I call her B and Jill, and, yeah. you know, yeah. close together. But, yeah, it really just is very obvious. Like, this is what's going to be, this is not over, this type no. of issue that they have like that. And Jill looks devastated while watching this package. And How could she um, not? That was a horrible fight. Like, anyone would be sad by that. And Lou is ready just to go at Bethany. She's like, she was the angriest I've ever seen her. And I was just like, oh, just you wait, Lou. <laughs> like, this is yeah. nothing. Um, it was, Ramona it was says there good. was nothing negative. Get off the crack pipe. Oh my god, what a line. Um, then I think it's Andy who brings up Mario. Yes. And Bethany says that Mario wants to be a star. Yeah, this is an interesting section because um like Bethany is just like Mario wants to be a star so badly. And Ramona is just like, Well, my husband's around, unlike the count. And I was just like yeah, who's wow. there for six months of the year, which is what she says. Like, but what a fucking dagger to throw while this woman's husband just left. Like, wow. And um, then Andy calls Mario out for checking out women walking by in one of the scenes, which I just really appreciated that he did that. And Ramona says there's nothing wrong with flirting, and we all know. Yeah. 
It was just not the type of foreshadowing that any one of us want to witness. The other thing they mention with the creaky joints function is they talk about how Kelly didn't want her name on it. And there's this amazing moment where we get a great Kelly story where she's just like, you know, when I was 15, I was honored as most charitable in my town. And like, the way, again, everyone's just like, where are you? Who do you think cares? It reminds me of how my sister was like, that's going to go on your permanent record, like something that happened at work. And I was like, no, that's not a thing. Like, it's, it's not, not it's not, it's, there's no permanent record. I was wondering if even record. a permanent record at school, like, was that a thing? Maybe, but like, once you go to college, like, I was like, my college, I, I don't even know if they have my degree. Like, you know, they do, they do, I promise somewhere. you. Somewhere. <laughs> your transcript, you'd have to go to Clearinghouse to get your degree printed again, but your transcript is um, forever in there. Anytime I find out anyone famous graduated from the college that I work at, I immediately look them up. <laughs> there was a housewife who graduated from the college I worked at. Yes, I looked her up. I love that. Pretty good. I also... But I can't say who it is, because then you'll know where I work. <laughs> I did um, have to look up my GPA because when you applied at Google a long time ago they wanted your GPA they used to care a lot about what school you went to and what your GPA was and I like had to call and I was just like I don't even remember do you guys know and it was so much lower than I thought it was I was like walking around town saying 3.5 and it was 3.24 I was like whoops things that happen when you're young don't matter is basically the long short of it agree agree um but yes, your college has your transcript. That's forever. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. You can always order it, like, at any point, and they they would have it. It's so dumb, like, the GPA thing. Ugh, these kids, they, like, obsess about it, and it's, like, it's important, but it's not super important. It's just Literally the, kind of, like, the only work. employer I think that ever asked was Google, and then Google made, like, a big deal about, like, going to college doesn't matter anymore to us and we'll hire if you're good at what you do and they started doing these tests and I feel like ever since then it's just like a, oh that's nice you went to college <laughs> like, yeah I mean in my opinion if you're not going to an Ivy League or a top tier school anything below that is all the same yeah like it doesn't it doesn't matter um, so then I wrote a very weird note and maybe you wrote more on this um, that someone said I needed a timeout because you're a mommy. Oh. I don't know what that means. I don't have that. I don't know what that note means, but I just had to show that I wrote that. <laughs> no, the next thing I have is that Andy finally gets to get to the fight. Um, the most talked about housewife fight in history. <laughs> Which every Was time he says in history before... just cracks me up. Just... Was this before or after that Kelly says... She is a brunette. This is before. Okay, good. I just want to make sure we do not skip no. that line. <laughs> but I just think it's really, really funny. Every time that Andy says it's, like, the most important in history, I feel like it's, like, when a four-year-old is, like, when I was little. <laughs> you know? Like, it's like that's the Bachelorette saying every season is the most dramatic season. Exactly. At one point it was, but now 25 seasons later. They can't all be. Yeah, Although, there's... you know, this is a fight that we all remember, though. It is. So I'd probably say it's the most important fight from this entire season. Like, if you ask most 100%. people what they remember of season two, 
I'm sure this is one of the things that they remember. Um, so Kelly still goes back to the Madonna issue of being called Madonna, which, by the way, just for the record, you can always call me Madonna. I, I would not care if you think I thought I was Madonna. In fact, my friend has me in her phone as Madonna, whatever I call her. <laughs> so please, Kelly she's my queen. Like she, she doesn't understand, like, she didn't think she attacked Bethany in that moment. And it's just like, how also, can you watch that scene back and not think retrospect? I, I don't know how any of them can watch half the scenes back of themselves. So I'm like, what are you, how are you not watching the same thing that I am where you see where things went wrong? Yeah. But also 2009 Madonna is so much better than 2022 Madonna. So, like, True, we should that also a say that. Ray of Light Madonna in 2009? Somewhere no, around there. No, that was um, probably dan- Confessions on a Dance Floor Madonna. Like, hung Oh, my up. God. Who knew? Such a Madonna fan to know that. I've, been to, I've seen Madonna three times in concert. Really? Yeah. No, like... One of my favorite activities is like trapping people at my house and making them watch Madonna videos on YouTube. <laughs> like, I, mean, I love I'm, Madonna. I, I have no problem with her. I'm well, no, such a fan. Get ready, because like, that is um, basically what a sleepover at my place looks like. If you're a, man, a gentleman caller or a female friend, we're just oh going to do this. That's like uh, my love of John Mayer. That See, that I, I like don't I share. I recently posted about that I've seen him probably in concert like six times. He rubs me the wrong way. No, I've loved him since I was, like, 12. And also Jason Mraz. He's, like, my favorite person. And I've seen him probably in concert the most. I met him when I worked at Viacom, and I had no idea who he was. I was like, hey, nice guy. Oh, my God, I love him so much. (laughs) His music brings me such inner peace, and whenever I have anxiety, I listen to him. He's also a big part of our wedding, lots of songs for our wedding. I met him very quickly. We went to see him in Waitress on Broadway, and then... He came out and signed stuff after, and I was like, flipping out. But, like, me and I all my girlfriends, that. that's, like, Jones Beach. Anytime he's played, I've seen him there, like, seven times. I saw Counting Crows at Jones Beach a bunch of times. I, was like it ben with... Folds. Um, wait, was Counting Crows with... Who were... They were with someone once, and we went, and they were horrible. The other band or Counting Crows? Crows? Is that the guy with the dreadlocks? Is yeah. The singer of Counting Adam Duritz. Yeah, he was, like, wasted singing Mr. Jones. It was so bad. Well, he doesn't love that they, song. They were with, they, they we only were there because it was, like, him and someone else. It might have been, like, Maroon 5 or something. Oof. I don't know if I you want to advertise but that Whoever they were, were like, with is who we went to see. And then it, we, like, stayed for them. And we were like, this is horrible. It was not good. Anyway, back to. Anyway, back, back to, to Housewives, guys. <laughs> if you want to listen to our music podcast, Deep Cuts. <laughs> I don't think I have great music taste. Coming pretty, out in 2023. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, a whole episode of you and I just discussing concerts we've seen at Jones Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally listen to that. Um, One time I, I said like 90 miles an hour down um, the Meadowbrook Parkway to make it in time for Jason Derulo. That's uh, at Jones Beach. <laughs> fucking love the Ocean Parkway. Anyway, oh, we're getting too Long Island here. Know, Let's sorry, go back sorry, to New York City. We'll, we'll bring it back. <laughs> um, so, okay, so Kelly's line that she says is that she's a brunette, or she says Bethany's a brunette and Kelly's a blonde, and they could have been best friends because they're exactly the same, and they just didn't give each other a chance to be friends. And the look on Bethany's face is like, is this bitch for real? I think it's funny that literally everyone is just like, 
You're not blonde, Kelly. Also you're like not first, blonde. First problem with that, you're not blonde. Second problem is that you think you and Bethany are exactly the same? Like, are you out of here? Like, what world are you living in? You could not be... I thought you are bohemian. And she also, like, argues with Bethany that she doesn't think that she's a boss bitch and stuff. Like, it's really... It's weird. Um, the whole thing is weird. And then Alex finally, like jumps in and I'm like oh my god you're here like I literally forgot you were here Same. she hasn't said a word in this reunion like, we have not mentioned her and it is like 25 minutes into this episode and we have, we're just mentioning Alex McCord and I mean Alex she, in this moment though she does do a good job of trying to like she interpret does. the problems and I've always liked you know again I feel like I've said this so many times it's like re-watching this I like Alex so much more than I have yeah. any memory of liking her I think she does a good job trying to calm them down, but then Bethany is like, I should I should rip my tongue out. <laughs> like, she gets yeah. so, like, she's just like, I can't do anything right. And uh, they talk about how Kelly is chronically late. And uh, she's just like, well, I have kids, I have kids. And then somebody, I forget who, calls out. They're like, oh, no, I think it was Bethany. She's like, well, you made it on time for Heidi Klum. And Kelly's just like, true, really, true. really? Where was I last night? And Bethany comes back with, I'll check my notes, <laughs> which I thought was really good. <laughs> like, that was funny. Yeah. And she just like, she also says that they all knew she was going to be late to her Halloween party. And all of all them were in agreement that that's absolutely a lie. Yeah. They were like, no, that is not true. Um, you didn't tell any of us that. Um... And then Ramona gets a little bored, and she's like, tell me that this ends with Kelly. Like, tell me that yeah. this is... Honestly, like, I would have a hard time paying attention and sitting there for that long. But Andy is, like, so annoyed with Ramona, and he's just like, if you let me talk, I will. Like, he's just like, yeah. stop. Yeah. And Ramona, who kind of used, was on Kelly's side at the beginning of this, then she finally realizes how delusional she is, and she, like, tries to high-five Bethany. Like, high-five, we both think she's delusional. And Bethany's, like, not having it. It is, it really goes to craziness. And Andy tries to, like, wrap it up with, like, do you guys see yourselves being friends? And they just say, it can't get worse. And I'm just, like. Which made me laugh so hard that Bethany said it can't get worse because it's. Like, I'd love to do, like, a flash forward from, like, how could it get any worse to them? Like, like I hope I they live. do that in the season three reunion. Like, yeah, being like, remember when you said this? And here is Scary <laughs> Island. Remember when you said it could get worse? Just you wait. I feel like it's a Hamilton, just you wait. <laughs> Danielle sings all podcasts. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Next year. immediately shut it off. I have the worst voice. This is our 2023. Know, like, every word to Hamilton, though? Yes. But I will not subject anyone to that. I'm dead. Uh, I also love that and think the same thing. But then we... Wait, my singing voice or that you know every word to Hamilton? I know every word to Hamilton. I was so does not... Derek. Because in, you know, COVID when it came out, that was... So I have a thing with musicals. I don't listen to the music if I haven't seen it. And I don't mm-hmm. like to listen to it before I go see a Broadway. So I never really listened to Hamilton. And then the movie came out and we watched it or I watched it and I played the music 
nonstop for a month straight and Derek's finally like okay I'll watch it and then he became obsessed with it and he played the music nonstop and the whole soundtrack basically covers our entire drive from Long Island to Philly yeah so many a times we will put it on start to finish it's like you watch the whole play and we we made it home my brother did that a couple and I did that a couple of times and my sister could not get into it and it was like a real family divide how one could not get into Hamilton I do not know that music seeps into your soul into your brain into like every fiber of your being and will not leave you alone and each day you decide a new song is going to be your obsession and you just have to listen to it over and over again it's very true there's no lies detected here goddamn drugs in that musical that's that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what he put in that well we are now at the end and my favorite thing they say at the end is that well, they Well, wait, there's so the hard. Jill mom segment oh. where everybody cries. Oh, I didn't write a note on that because it just made me, like, so upset. It was really sad mom. and sweet, um, which was nice. But then we get to the end, and it's just very abrupt, I feel like. Yeah, well, I feel like, yeah, agree. Yeah, like, I felt like they were like, oh, shoot, we got to do this, like, Jill mom package. Yeah. And then they're like, and we're done. I think they thought there was going to end that on a happy note, but it kind of ended it on a sad note. I agree. I think they were going to be like, look how fun Jill's mom is. And then they were just like, oh, everyone's crying and everyone's exhausted. And that's it for this season. Bye. Yeah, basically, that's what it was. <laughs> but I, I don't know if. They didn't even toast or, or anything. Yeah, I wrote at the end, no final champagne toast or cheers. Yeah. But I guess that was b- before they decided to, like, start doing that. No, they had vodka shots at the Russian Tea Room, remember? Because oh, I was such an idiot. I was like, why are they doing vodka shots? I wonder <laughs> if they didn't think of it as, like, a thing that they should end every season with at maybe. the time. Like, maybe, you know, like, they did it on the first because they were in the Russian Tea Room. Yeah. But this was, like, the Cipriani. Like, it's not a restaurant or anything, you know. It it's is a, a restaurant. Cipriani's a Oh, it is. But restaurant. they were in, like, the event space, though, not in the restaurant. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't end it. Um, they probably just think, had to, like, get out of that room. Probably. <laughs> but my last note, and I don't know if Andy said this or if I just wrote this, is just that they fight so hard and so strong, and it blows up and over. And if Andy didn't say it, that's my final thoughts on New York, because this is why New York City is the best. Yeah. They, they have been continually for so long, and, and again, this is why you and I, before we started recording, we're talking about why Miami is so good. Yes. Because it's the same sort of vibe of we put our differences aside because we know we're making a show. Mm-hmm. We need to get along enough for that. We fight, but we're friends. And, and it's just very New York of them to they all say how they feel and then they get over and then they move on yeah. and they'll go get a drink and hang out. And that's exactly what I have always loved about the New York women compared to other franchises where, like, literally I'm watching Salt Lake City and they're still fighting about something from the previous year. Like, New York does not carry things over season to season. They don't even carry things over from episode to episode. They'll be at dinner, and eight different fights are happening, and then they all, like, go out and get drunk together, and it's all fine. Oh, I feel like everyone went out drinking and dancing after this, except for Kelly. Kelly walked off. Probably. Kelly was probably done, but I don't think they missed her. She didn't didn't fit, you know? She She doesn't. She drives a Dodge Ram, Danielle. She drives Dodge Ram. She's different. I'm a different housewife. Also, no shade to those who drive a Dodge Ram. Good for you. But it's just like, that doesn't make you normal. (laughs) That doesn't make you a regular down-home person. Agree. Agree. She just, yeah, she's, she beats to, what are the beats to the sound of her own drummer? 
dances to the dances to the beat of her, beat own, of her drum. own drum. There it is. There it is. That's, she reminds that's me that. of my best friend from school a little bit in the sense where I used to be like, he doesn't dance to the beat of his own drum. He like is like composing a piano sonnet off of like a hummingbird down the block. You know, like, it's just, like, so different. Agree. Oh, man. Um, so, okay, what is your, I think we did this last season. Do you have a rose in the thorn of the We season? already did that at the end of the finale. So I guess we should do it at the, oh, we for did the it reunion. Already? Thank you for reminding me. No, it's okay. Because <laughs> I was, like, I, I was thinking the same thing. But for the reunion itself, I feel like my rose was, there were just so many good lines from it. Like, and I just felt like I giggled a lot and I like screamed a lot. And I think my, I mean, if I had to pick someone that was my rose, it was Kelly because she was just nonstop entertainment. <laughs> Kelly was my rose and my thorn. Yeah, I feel like my thorn was a little bit Ramona because she reminds me of someone like she reminds me of the person, the type of person that I hate to work with where they're like micromanaging while they're making it difficult. Like she just yeah. kept doing I that think to Ramona Andy. Despises reunions, and I think it's really, really hard for her to sit there and not even like hear things like not in that way, but I think like physically, it is difficult for her to stay in one place for a period of time. Yes, she's so. like a little ADD in that way. Yeah, for sure. Well, I can't believe we finished season two. I'm so proud of us. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't hard. Because it was so much more entertaining than season one. But, like, just you wait. Season three, we've got the Miss Morgan herself. Miss Morgan. Sonia oh Rita. My God. And, Ms. like, Sonia this Rita. isn't a Sonia Rita. I to see early Sonia. I don't like, remember what early Sonia was like oh, at all. What a treat. What I a can't treat. wait. Is she the only new addition in season three? I believe so. Okay. I could be wrong. We'll We're going to find out. <laughs> we cannot wait. Um, we are so excited to start season three. Yeah. And thank you to everyone who's listened for season one and season two. It has been far more than I feel you and I ever thought would listen. <laughs> and it's the coolest thing. Oh, and can I, t- I you can and I, I say that we talked to the void. Can I say that Danielle was like, when we started and we put this up, she was like, if we get 200 listens ever, then it's worth it. And I was just like. I have a little bit more hope than us. And I think I was like a thousand. Like I was like a thousand would mean yeah. that it's worth our time. We're on the way to 10,000 downloads, which is just it's the just, coolest thing I'm ever. I'm so happy. For people who listen, when I look at the map from all over, it is the coolest thing. And we love you. And you're part of our little rewatching family. And we can't wait to come back for season three. And if the audio sucks and you have a way to fix it, let me know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm DC Funk on, on all social media platforms, and I would love to hear ways that you think that we could correct, correct it. Because I think that we put that up on our stories that like somebody critiqued us, and I was like, please, please tell me how. And I wonder if people thought I was just being mean and being like, whatever. But I'm like dead ass serious. Like, so tell me how I can work. make this ease better. Like, I am no audio engineer. I can make yep. a, a TikTok a reel. I can I can upload a YouTube video like the rest of them. But I just cannot do it. I'm, I'm 
cutting together basically with papers and with scissors and papers. That's that's how Women this of is New edited. York works soon and I believe in us in season three we're gonna come back hopefully with some great audio and work on it there. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think after this this episode we're gonna take a few weeks off because I'm going to Argentina and uh we also just need a break. <laughs> But not too long. Not too no, long. we won't be away too long. Don't you worry. And um, we just love you guys. So thanks so much, guys. Thanks so much. And until next time. Bye. bye. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.